He's Christian. He's Jimmer. Welcome back to Two Physical Therapists and One Bag of Chips. It would be better if it was one physical therapist and two bags of chips. That would be an interesting show. I don't know if I don't know if I uh, if you or I could carry It'd be ten, all about ten minutes of, of non dead air. I think you've done it before. Have I? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's not good. Pepperoncini. Kettle brand potato chips. I may have picked these up thinking it said pepperoni. That would have been good, too. Just saying. Yeah. But first, we're going to talk about bunions. Bunions. More formerly known as hallux valgus. Deformity. Yes. Because it's a deformity. Don't look at my feet. They're deformed. I have bunions. As in plural. As in bunions all over the place. It is pretty common to see bilaterally, isn't it? Not, yeah. as, not as often unilateral, but it does happen. As people refer to a bunionette as a bunion sometimes, too. Yeah, or tailors. That's uh, for a different show. That is. We have that later down the road, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. It's not as exciting as bunion. Nobody really gets PT for that, honestly. You don't see it much. Unless it's uh, surgically repaired, which does happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Seen a couple of those. A bunion is basically when the first joint of the big toe, the metatarsal phalangeal joint, becomes misaligned and inflamed. Whoa. So the metatarsal angles outward and the phalange angles inward. This would have been a good topic to discuss with our good friend, podiatrist in New York. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. That would have been fun. Dr. Romali. Shout out to Dr. Romali. Hope you're doing well, sir. Missed you on the Instagram. We did. We did. Uh, there can be some extra bone growth with this as well. Uh, bunion comes from the Greek word for turnip. Red and <laughs> swollen like a turnip. Like a turnip. That's where Turnips aren't from. red, are they? Apparently they are. I, don't ask me. I don't know. No, that's a beet. A beet is red. A turnip is green. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I don't, that's, what it, that's what I read. I okay. just write what I read. No, I was just curious. It still comes this from the Greek word. This is not a personal term. attack. This is... I, uh, I don't... Yeah. It's possible it's red. It's possible it's green. We'll red never know. We're going to have to look that up. So, symptoms of a bunion. Obviously, uh, bony alignment changes. It can be painful. Not always, but sometimes. It usually worsens over time, particularly when it's not addressed. You can see changes to gait pattern. Uh, redness, calluses, range of motion loss, particularly flexion, extension, adduction, and independent movement of toes. So you, you start to lose that ability. Causes, very often, is related to footwear, uh, particularly shoes with a tight toe box or those that cause increased forefoot pressure. So you will I'm think, not going to do my soapbox flip-flop thing. You will think you will think heels heels with their their tight toe box and increased forefoot pressure are one of the main contributors to this. But we can't forget things like dress shoes or just pointy and narrow shoes, uh, hockey skates, ski boots around here, anything that keeps the foot from spreading like it wants to. What, what's the precedence of this between men and women? Did you look that up? Be interesting to see if there's a. I did, I did not look it up. I think in most cases it is obviously shoe determined, so it's more activity based um, in that regard. So if you wear tight shoes for your work, 
uh, very common for individuals like looking at your population stewardess, and my population unfortunately my, my guess is that it's at least two to one maybe even more yeah you don't see it very often in men typically but 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 yeah things that other that also contribute activities like like dancing individuals who are toe walkers uh, there's some hereditary component there's a good chance that if your mother or father had it that you have a higher chance uh, RA can contribute, and then polio, historically, was mm-hmm. also a contributor. I'm going to add one here. So people who pronate. Yep. You're a pronator, uh, overpronator, because pronating is not bad, but overpronating is. Yep. But so a lot of times when we see patients with pronation control issues, uh, increased pronation in the hip knee, they almost always have a bunion deformity. And that makes a lot of sense. We need to look at the alignment of what's going on there. Uh, things that are similarly related, we, almost, we already mentioned the bunionette, which is basically a bunion, but for your little toe. So different pressure there, still relatable to tight shoebox as well. And there's also the adolescent bunion, uh, which may be more genetic in nature. So these are younger individuals, usually teenagers, that present with a bunion. Yeah, by the way, Alex Valgus deformity said it means that your toe, big toe, is starting to point outwards. The joint itself is pointing inwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we had said that already. It's worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth mentioning. I mean, the biggest correction for bunions is shoes. In most cases, in, for most people, a shoe is the problem or uh, a footwear choice. And so the best thing to do is change your shoes. So be careful when you buy shoes that the fit is correct. You know, try the shoes on. Don't just buy shoes because they look cool and, and wear them. I mean, if you wear one shoe for one day, you're not going to get a bunion. If you wear that same shoe for years and years and years or same style of shoe for years and years and years, that's probably where this is going to be most common. Try to make sure that you uh, have a nice spaced toe box. So. Put your foot in there, make sure you can kind of wiggle your toes around, make sure the pressure of the shoe is not pushing, in this particular case, your big toe in too much. Keep in mind that your foot size will change over time. Uh, lots of things contribute to that, injury, uh, pregnancy, weight gain and loss. So you may need to change your shoe size more than you think. If you have shoe feet that are different sizes, always fit for the larger foot. Uh, don't. I mean, if they're dramatically different, places like Zappos now will sell you different size shoes, which is kind of cool. So keep that in mind. Most shoes these days aren't going to stretch that much. So if you buy a shoe and you're expecting it to stretch, unless you take it to a tailor to actually have it stretched, don't really expect it to stretch that much on you. Make sure your heel cup fits nice, that it's not too uh, too big is usually the problem. So your heel is kind of swishing around in there really try to make sure your heel stays nicely solidly in place and also make sure it's not too small because if it's too small you'll get other blisters and they won't be very comfortable so be careful there bunions can be surgically corrected Uh, they do it relatively often but i always think it's something that if if the bunion isn't hurting you can do a fair bit in terms of increasing the muscle strength within your feet you can do things to address 
uh, the posture. You can always go with something a little less invasive, like a like an orthotic in your shoe. You can change your shoes up. I mean, there's a, there's a fair bit you can do before you need to have surgery. If you're having a lot of pain with it, if it's causing other issues, uh, if one toe is over the other or things along those lines, surgery may be more uh, appropriate. But again, I think pain is more determinant or, or function loss is more determinant of surgery than just the visual. If you have a bunion visually and it really doesn't cause you too much problems, don't have surgery. It's, it's uh, feet are tough to have surgery on you. You stand on them all day long, and uh, the recovery there can be really tricky sometimes. So be careful with that. Here, here's a, uh, I just completely lost my train of thought. Oh boy. I was gonna go somewhere with this. Well, one of the things is people going more towards the standing desk. So if you have shoes that are quasi comfortable and very cute, as in dress shoes or heels, and you're wearing them during the day because you're used to sitting and all of a sudden you're standing all day behind your standing desk. Um, that can contribute to it. Oh, I just remembered. So if you, if you have a bunion, most of the pain is caused by compression of that joint. So if you avoid compressing it, i.e. getting bigger shoes or I have a lot of times people walking in and flip-flops because it doesn't cause any pressure, um, that alleviates the pain but it doesn't fix the problem. It actually continues to contribute to the problem. So um, addressing the problem as in wearing better shoe wear or more properly supporting the foot so that that big toe doesn't get forced down too quickly will help. If you have tried over-the-counter orthotics and prescription orthotics and you end up with surgery, make sure that you address those because they may not necessarily work anymore. Yep. Trivia time. Last week's trivia question from geology. How long is an eon? Thanks, we, Haley. We only, had, we only had one guess, really. Yeah, and it's not as, as, as old as I am. Haley guessed however old Jimmer is. Which is not even close. Yeah, an eon's a billion years. One billion years. I am totally not a billion years old, which Haley. Is, which is a long time. Yeah. I'm not even half a billion years old. Not even, not even close. Mm -mm. No. Now you're a, a hundred thousandth. A hundred thousandth. I'm a minute. It's a very, I don't know, that's too small. A minute portion of a billion. A billion. 52 billionths? No. No. It's going, I don't know going how much, the wrong direction. Yeah, 52 it's, billions is, is a half a billion. No. It's not. We better take this out. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this is not contributing do. anything. Anyway, this week's question, what is the most abundant metal on Earth? Now, is this in ore form, or is this just however it could be? Just total percentage of Earth. Okay. So produced already counts. Sure. All right. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah. I mean, after all, energy can't be created or destroyed. Uh no. So. Correct. So we got that. My, my new my new friend uh, taught me that. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, nice. I didn't realize you got I yeah. didn't realize he was over for Thanksgiving. We're tight. Congratulations. He loves right. turkey. All right. Chip time. Pepperoncini. By the way, shout out to Kettle Brand. I just read on the back that they're reducing their carbon footprint uh, by 
using 43% less packaging than before since 2019. Cuts their annual greenhouse emissions, keeps over 2 million pounds of plastic waste out of the landfill. Way to go, Kettle! It's good for them. Not only do they make amazing chips, but they're uh, green, environmentally aware. I wouldn't say correct, but aware. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chip to air ratio, 50%. I mean, standard kettle chip. It's going to be a nice kettle cooked chip. Good Ooh, thickness. this one has a hole in it. I'm using that a big pepperoncini fan. I'll take them off my salad or sandwich. Um, I'm definitely getting full what I was afraid of, which was pickle. I mean, there's some vinegar. There's a little vinegar. A little tart. Um, it does have some nice heat, though. I mean, it's good. Bit. Good chip consistency, as always. The kettle is always good. Yeah. Um, I'm not disliking it. No. I don't know how, how many of these I could eat, though. You get just a little tingle on the tongue. Yeah. From, from the vinegar. Compared to the habanero one. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, not as much, but... Hmm. Well, they're definitely not as bad as I was afraid they were going to be. No. But in comparison to last week's chip, which wasn't a chip. No, those were no, no. Anything would have been an improvement. Uh, I'm going to give them two thumbs. I like it. Good flavor, good chip consistency. I'm going to join you. Yeah. And you said two thumbs, right? I said two, yeah, two thumbs was, up. Two thumbs I up. I was too busy crunching. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, two thumbs, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Enjoyable. Hi, well, by the way. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Hope you were safe, stayed healthy, mm -hmm. used your mask, kept your distance. Hope you didn't travel like some among us. It wasn't me. No, I was specifically pointing out our mayor. Oh. Slightly disappointed. Yeah. Mayor Hancock. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Not a good move. No. Well, thank you for listening today. Uh, next week, we're going to cover the pasta version of a rotator cuff repair. So this is an insertional tear. We'll get to it. It'll These be are good. You want to listen. We're going to review the Feast and Fury creamy horseradish. So going back to uh, some heat there, potentially. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. If you like today's show, please tell your friends, follow, review, subscribe. If you want more information on bunions, give us a follow on Instagram this week <laughs> and or Twitter. If you want more, that sounds funny. If you want more information on bunions, I'll give you a look to get some. Yeah. Go check out our website. Grow a bunion. For more information on rebound therapy, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. For everyone who celebrates, enjoy Sinterklaas next Saturday. Yeah, maybe next we should bring Sinterklaas that up again. Happened. Yeah, that'll be Fourth fun. and the fifth. Robes, breathtaking. Yeah. Yep. Flowing. Elegant beard. Horse is amazing. Walks on roofs. Plenty of roofs, nonetheless. What's his name? Amerigo? I didn't know he had a name. The horse? No. Yeah. Anyway, it's not important. You sing some You sing some songs. You get some gifts. It's entertaining. But we'll talk to you guys next week. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.